0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti-Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here. Oh, baby. <laughs> I'd say it's more like, oh, baby. Oh, no. Oh, no. Adam, dude, the NFL and fantasy football just taking a uh, just a beating right now um, as COVID reserve list is growing exponentially. And, uh, and, and we're dealing with a lot of crap right now.
1: Yeah, it's insane, and you know we've been fortunate most of the year, but all of a sudden now it's just really hitting hard. I would have said 18 for the Cleveland Browns, uh, 16 I think for Washington and the Rams. So those those teams are getting hit hard. I mean, I know we're going to get to the lines in a bit. The Cleveland one obviously has changed dramatically. So, uh, and for fantasy, yeah, you're just going to really have to pay attention to news to every last second. I mean, I always say it's Saturday and Sunday we have two Saturday games this week, but you can't. Go away, man. You have got to be on point. You know, someone could get scratched last second. You know, we saw it with the Rams this past week with Higby and Ramsey. So you got to be prepared and, you know, hopefully your waiver wire is open. If not, you know, just be ready to pivot to whoever. I mean, right now we're just looking, is he playing? Okay, I'm starting him. That's basically where we're going to get to. He's active? Sure. Okay, I'll put him in the lineup. (laughs)
0: Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's bad, man. It's really bad. You know, and it's so, you know, like just getting all the questions and stuff on Twitter and, you know, people are just, I mean, it's, it's bonkers right now. It really is. Um, you know, to the point where, but you know, like, like, you know, ah, we, we had this conversation yesterday. We don't need to rehash it about just all the, there's so many people who are like crawling out of the woodwork about trying to like change the rules because of this. And it's driving, it's it's really, it's driving me nuts. But I, I vented on that yesterday. But what I want to talk about today is, uh, as I do, I want to look at the spreads. That's what we usually do here. I want to look at the spreads. I want to look at the games. But for the same token, though, um, I ain't betting any of these games until like the
1: last possible second. Are you? No, definitely not. I'm waiting, man. And again, like, unless you see something that's glaring but still i can't no not this week because it's just so risky at this point where you just don't know anything could happen so no i'm i'm gonna wait to the last second this week i'm i don't want to make a bet and then 10 minutes later oh the quarterback's up oh great now i'm on the wrong side so no i'm not going to do it yeah, I don't want to do that either. I, I really it's like it's 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 crazy.
0: And you know and here's the thing too and I think this is what's going to what's going to be for a lot of people right now. What makes it even more complicated here's the Saturday games. Right? Like I mean, to sit there and have to like make decisions, um I mean, betting-wise, you know, you, I'll just bet the morning of, you know, or or at least like leading right up to game time. Uh, you know, to see about that, but for like fantasy owners, they're like they're, they you know, how many how many times are you going to be asked, Adam, whether or not you should start like, uh, you know, whatever, I don't know, Brian Edwards or uh, or, or Zach Pascal, or uh, and then name you like like two guys who are on teams that are just riddled with COVID.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough. You're just going to have to wait to the last minute. You know, I always say you want to have the most information at hand when you're making an important decision. No, you shouldn't be making these decisions on Wednesday, man. Like, mean, someone asked me today, Malcolm Brown or Royce Freeman. I don't fucking know if Malcolm Brown's playing. What do you, <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? I, I don't I don't know if Malcolm Brown is, I don't know, I, you know, because the Miami situation is, we heard, I think, wasn't it early last week that those, I don't remember the exact date that Ahmed, Lindsey, and Gaskin, because they were on bye. I think it was reported over the weekend, but it might have occurred late last week. So maybe those guys are back. I don't know. I
0: want to say it was probably like Thursday or Friday before the game started. We knew they were on a bye week,
1: but it was probably like
0: Thursday or Friday
1: that it got reported. But it might have, yeah, but it might have occurred a few days before. I don't know. I I, I didn't really read it to the situation, so I don't know. Uh, But maybe there's a chance they all play. Maybe they all sit out. Malcolm Brown hasn't played. He's been hurt. So that's a situation. You just got to wait. You do have to wait, and it sucks, but you got to do it. And the sad part is, there are going to be people deciding between Malcolm Brown and Royce Freeman this weekend, and that's just where we are. That's where we're at. I mean, again, this is going to be the worst playoff scores that you've ever seen in your life. There's no question in my mind; it's going to be insane. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna you're, you're gonna see some some really ugly
0: ugly lineups. You are. You are. I just I actually I in uh in the the Barf league um because I'm not sure if I'm going to get um what's his face back uh Michael Carter who was designated to return from IR but that doesn't guarantee that he's going to play um you know I, I had to you know I had to add Royce Freeman uh and and drop Rex Burkhead and that, that that's my <laughs> that's my big roster move uh, for, uh, for this, uh, this playoff matchup, you know, like I'm like, you know, third in points in this league or most in points in this league. And, and that's what I'm going to be shuttling out there for my, uh, for my playoffs this week. It's unbelievable unflipping believable. All right. Well, so we'll have some very quick commentary on some, and we'll have some lengthier commentary on others, but, Overall, these are just leans, like initial thoughts on the spread in sort of an if-everybody-was-healthy kind of mentality because we know that you just, you know, I mean,
1: it just... By the time people will hear this, there could be more players out. We're recording Wednesday night, so beware of that.
0: Yeah, there you go. You guys go to fantasyalarm.com slash COVID all right, because we've got a fully updated list of every single player who's on the reserve COVID list, plus the date they went on there. So that like things that Adam is talking about, like not knowing when Gaskin or uh, or, or you know, Ahmed got put onto the list versus when it was reported and stuff like that. So it's all over there at FantasyAlarm.com slash COVID uh, and I'm making sure that the guys are updating this on a routine basis. It will be updated throughout the day, every day, until these games, you know, are complete. So uh, that's where you want to be uh, invested in. At least uh, just bookmark the page and and just keep checking back uh, on that one there. Um, all right. So we'll get to the games here before we do that. As always, big shout out to our sponsors. Thank you so much for helping pay the bills. We'll be back with our spread talk after this all right adam let's start off with the thursday night action it's chiefs chargers chargers the home dog three points (laughs) chargers is a home dog i like i like and it's the chiefs i don't like i don't like Uh, i'm leaning chargers here adam
1: I am too. It scares me a little bit. They're going to be missing left tackle Rashawn Slater. That's a big loss. Austin Eckler is a game time decision, but Keenan Allen will be back. Mike Williams is good to go. The Chiefs are missing defensive tackle Chris Jones. That's a big loss. He's able to get pressure up the middle. Chargers are 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six against the AFC West. They're 4-1 and one against the spread. Their last five is a dog. The Chiefs, though, are 4-0 and oh against the spread. Their last four is a favorite. You know, they've been playing better. This is a short number. Uh, we know the Chargers already beat them in week three. Ah, uh, the Chiefs turned it over four times in that game. So anytime that happens, you're likely to lose. But yeah, I'm leaning towards the Chargers. The line, it was three and a half, four. It moved back to three. Unfortunately, so I would have liked it much better at four or three and a half. But you know, I, I'm gonna take the Chargers getting the three. It's risky for sure. I think a lot of people are on the Chiefs too. So I, I'm gonna go with the Chargers.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. There you go. Well, there it is. Man, when the public goes one way, I go the other. So all right. There's that. Saturday's action, the early game, uh, it's Raiders-Browns. <laughs> the entire Cleveland Browns team has COVID, or they're on the list. Right? Baker Mayfield included in that. Um, and yet the Raiders, they're only a one-point favorite here. Only a one-point favorite, Adam. I don't understand that line.
1: Yeah, Cleveland needs the game desperately, too. The Raiders have just looked like a dead team lately. Um, so I'm leaning towards the Browns, but I don't even know what to make of the situation. I mean, yeah, Nick Chubb's going to get fed the football, but they're missing a couple of linemen as well. So
0: <laughs> yes, they are.
1: Oh man, <laughs> I guess I'll go with Cleveland because wait, they're, yeah, they're one point dog now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I guess I'll take them, but i I'll, I'll know more on Saturday.
0: You will know more on Saturday. We'll know more on Saturday. So. Obviously, continue to pay attention to all of that news. The uh, the late game, the Saturday night special, it's the Patriots visiting the Colts. The Colts are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Adam, you and I both love
1: the Colts here. Oh, I thought you were going to go to the Patriots now. Uh, yeah. Why, Why would funny? I go
0: to the Patriots?
1: Uh, Because I feel like everyone is saying, oh, the Patriots with Belichick uh, getting two and a half, you got to take them. Because remember, this line has moved. I think the look-ahead line was Patriots minus one. When we did the show Sunday night, the Colts were minus one. And I told you I love the Colts. I think they're going to win this week. So this hasn't phased me. I know the Patriots are great against the spread, 7-0 and in their last seven. But I think the Colts are really good. I think they need this game desperately. Desperately. they're seven and three against the spread. their last ten, and okay, it's two and a half points. We just need them to win by a field goal. Obviously, if they win by one or two, we're kind of screwed. But I'm not backing away, man. Um, I'm surprised though. This number has moved. That's what's the crazy part. I thought everyone would be on New England. And I hear, oh, you got to take New England. Belichick getting two and a half. Nah, again, I think New England is good, but they really haven't beaten anyone great. The Bills game, the weather was a factor. Just so many things there. This Colts team is good, so I'm taking the Colts, even with the two and a half that I mean, they're given.
0: You think about it, right? All right. So Bill Belichick is going to focus on stopping Jonathan Taylor, right? Okay, fine, that's great. But you still have Wentz throwing two, like he can dump off passes to Naeem Hines. He's and got Taylor. Michael.
1: Get Taylor in space. They can design stuff. Get to Taylor
0: in space. You've got Michael Pittman. You've got Zach Pasco. You've got. um you know, even T.Y. Hilton, for crying out loud. Uh, you've got weapons that you can spread things out. And, you know, I mean, un- unless <laughs> like un- unless Belichick is like scheming specifically against Carson
1: Wentz, well, then you're screwed yeah. because they're yeah. just going to beat you with with Taylor. Here's the other thing. A lot of money is coming in. I mean, a, the a Patriots seems like people are on that side and the lines are moving in the opposite direction.
0: Right. Well, because I think, you know, I <laughs> I think the public is on the
1: screaming England. Patriots. I think the sharp money's coming in yeah. on the Colts. Yeah. I mean, I should have bet it though. That's again <coughs> when I said it was minus one, something like that. I should have just immediately bet it, but I didn't. Oh well. And maybe that's what it is. The sharp money's
0: like, oh shit, let's bet this while it's one, one and a half, and uh and and get it while we can. So I'm with you. I'm with you here. Um, all right, let's go to uh Sunday. Game of the week. No, not really. So it's Cowboys Giants, right? And the Cowboys, this line is now at 11. All right. Teams that are on their third straight road game, Adam, we've talked about this before. They either lose or fail to cover the spread 65 to 70 percent of the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll probably take the Giants with the points, but the risk here is that the Giants are just completely done, don't care, unravel, fall apart. Uh, I, there's definitely questions about the Cowboys' offense. They're not playing right well right now. But, man, this defensive line could just absolutely crush the Giants. So yeah. that's the risk. Like, th- this could be a, a, a 15 to 20-point win. I'll take the points with the Giants just because the Cowboys have just been so bad on offense. I think Dak Prescott is not 100%. And he's trying to play through it because he's just he's not playing well. Uh, They can't run the football. Zeke comes out. Oh, yeah, I feel better today. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, Tyrone Smith's probably out. um, But this could be a situation where the Giants are so bad that it just falls apart. But I'll take the Giants, a double digit spread division game. Maybe this is the game that the Giants say because the Cowboys, if they win this week and uh, Washington loses, Dallas clinches the NFC East. So maybe the Giants come inspired and give them a game. Um, the Cowboys have just been really good against the spread, though. Too uh, six and one against the spread against a team with a losing record. Six and one against the spread. Their last seven roll games. Ten and three against the spread. Their last thirteen overall. But it's a big number. It's the division. Um, so I- I'll take the points with the Giants.
0: I mean, think about it, right. It's like twenty-seven to ten with like six minutes to go, and the Giants have the ball, uh, and they're driving down the field. You know, they're desperate times. They get like a a lucky pass interference call, whatever. They find their way into the end zone to possibly set themselves up with like an onside kick with like two minutes to go. Right. So they they get that touchdown there. They get within 10 points uh, of Dallas and they get the backdoor cover. Like that's kind of how I see it happening. I don't, you know, I don't see I don't see the Giants making this a competitive game. I see it as just like, yeah, Dallas's offense is definitely struggling. So if they only put up like 27 points in this game, 27, 28 points, you know, and at least that favors the Giants of getting a backdoor cover, I think.
1: Yeah. Look, as long as Dallas doesn't lose, I can't walk out of that stadium with them losing to that embarrassing team. I can't deal with that. Are
0: you going to are you going to are you going to live broadcast from there? Can we do that? Can we do that from the nah, game? Nah,
1: maybe I'll maybe I'll do some Instagram video or something. I don't. know. I usually don't do shit like that, but maybe I will for this. Just can for... I
0: Facetime with you while I'm on a live stream?
1: <laughs> You're gonna be on a live stream when?
0: Sunday morning.
1: Well, at that point, I don't know if I'm gonna be at the stadium. I might still be traveling there. That's the problem. Uh all right. I'll just I'll do. You know what? I'll just do a, like a live periscope sort of thing.
0: Okay. And then I'll just be like, I'm FaceTiming Ronas. We'll make it a TikTok video. It'll go viral.
1: Yeah, it definitely will.
0: Bend the fuck off. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Stop saying the teams don't cover the spread 70% of the time on the third road game. Don't want to hear that shit. (laughs) Bro, bro. (laughs) Houston Texans against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, I tell you, Adam, I can't think of a possibly more exciting game to watch especially the fact that the Jags are a home favorite by four points. And, uh, and rumor has it that, uh, that Urban Meyer kicked a kicker.
1: Yeah, I mean the stories with him, nothing gets crazy. Like I tweeted out Urban Meyer's George Costanza. I couldn't find the gif of where he was trying to get fired and couldn't. Remember, did you watch something? Did you watch <laughs> That was Seinfeld? the best
0: when he was like, he puts yeah. on bait Lou Gehrig's pants. Yeah,
1: the trophy he drags around in the parking lot. I mean, that's what Urban Meyer. He's doing everything he can to get fired, <laughs> and they won't fire him at this point. So it's it's bananas. Um, yeah, I almost um this game was so exciting that I almost said, I can't go to the Cowboys game. I'm gonna miss the Jags and Texans. Uh, but I ultimately decided, ah, eh, I'll miss it. I'll, I'll definitely record it, watch it all night. Uh, give me the Texans getting the points, man. They actually played decent last week. Davis Mills looked okay. Two bad teams. I'm going to take the points. I mean, this team might just quit on him anyway. I mean, they didn't even score last week. So give me the Texans. Seven points in the last two games.
0: That's what they've had. Embarrassing, man. Embarrassing. All right. Tennessee Titans going up against the, uh, the Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm, I'm on the Texans, too. Sorry. Did I not make that pick? I'm on the Texans, too. Because the Jags are a bunch of Jags right now. The whole team is just a mess. Um, all right, Tennessee against Pittsburgh. So here's the. All right, so so this is this is where it always kind of gets a little little hinky for me, because um, I'm getting a lot of Deonta De- 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 Foreman questions about this. Because all right, what we saw Minnesota versus Pittsburgh. I mean Pittsburgh's defense was atrocious, right? The run defense was just it wasn't even there. There was no run defense, right? Minnesota's offensive line is just tearing up these, like, you know, tearing open these huge, huge holes for, you know, for, for Dalvin Cook to just kind of saunter through and rush for over 200 yards. Right. So everybody's seen that. Right. That's like, that was like a, a, a primetime game that everybody witnessed that and, and happening. And now you got the Titans who you and I both think are kind of a paper, you know, paper lion here. Um, They're going up against Pittsburgh and, you know, and they're a favorite by a point and a half. I almost I'm leaning Pittsburgh here because I think everybody just assumes that Deonta Foreman in the Tennessee Titans offensive line is the same as Dalvin Cook in the Minnesota offensive line.
1: Yeah, I'm on the Steelers. I mean, I know it didn't it doesn't always work out. Um, I mean, Tomlin's generally good as an underdog. I know he was an underdog last week, but it was a short week on the road coming off a physical game against a division opponent. This week, they're home. Tom has been phenomenal as a home dog. Uh, I know it's a short number, but uh, I mean, even this week, he's uh, five and three. He gets a spread as a dog. So I'm taking the Steelers. I don't believe in the Titans. I just don't think that are good. They didn't even play well last week. They beat the t- uh, Jags 20 to nothing. They did nothing. I mean, it was Jacksonville, and they still struggled. So I'm I'm taking uh, the Steelers. I think they win this game.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Arizona. 12.5-point favorite over the Detroit Lions. This one's. This is an interesting one here. So DeAndre Hopkins is out for the season now. Um, regular season. What's that? Regular season. Regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out for the regular season. James Conner had an
1: MRI on his ankle. They're calling him yeah, he, day to death. Let him sit out this week. I have a bye where I have him, so let him sit and then come back next week. Oh, see, I was going to say let him sit
0: because – I can throw Chase Edmonds in in one lineup now.
1: There you and go. See, it I'll works tell out. You, well, man. It works out well for both of us. Uh, but I do need him back in Week 16.
0: Mm, yeah, me not so much. Uh, no, so I actually I do have Connor in uh, in two leagues. I'm in the playoffs. In. So yeah. So all right. So you know that's what's going on with Arizona, Detroit. I mean, they're just they're just a mess. Uh, we're not going to see De- DeAndre Swift. It just it makes no sense for anybody to see DeAndre Swift. I think the only question is here, is Arizona coming off of this big Monday night loss? uh, Are they angered so much that they can cover a a 12-and-a-half point spread?
1: Yeah, and it actually was 14, so there is some money coming in, I guess, on Detroit. Uh, Damn, this is a tough one. I'll probably go Arizona here. I mean, Detroit just seems like they quit. Um, You could look at a lot of the trends that shows Detroit has covered and played competitive, but, you know, that was weeks ago. They got their win. Yep. And now they're done. You know, you yeah. saw last week. They were just embarrassed. I know it's at home. I'm probably – I lean Arizona, I think. I think they're going to take it out on Detroit. I think they're going to take it out on
0: Detroit also, which makes me so happy because of the 28 people in my uh, survivor pool left, Adam, only 10 can take the Cardinals. So That's good. So I'm, I'm not going to be on a, on a chalky, chalky pick, which is great, which means that hopefully – um, you know, people will lose in uh, in other spots. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I'm on the Cardinals here, too. I think they just throttle Detroit. And Detroit, listen, it doesn't matter that it's a home game. Detroit's embarrassed themselves, uh, you know, at home for years. Like, why stop now? Makes no sense. Carolina Panthers, uh, an 11-point underdog to the Buffalo Bills. Um, Josh Allen put in a a limited practice on Wednesday. so. Should be good to go here. Um, I think the spread got bigger when it was announced that Sam Darnold was activated off of IR.
1: Well, designated to return.
0: Right. <laughs> it was a joke. OK. The spread got bigger when it was announced that he was activated off IR. Come on. You know, work with
1: me here. But Ronas. he's not playing. So You're how does that side work? a good
0: It was a joke.
1: Eh, you could do better, man. I expect better from you. <laughs> all right, fine. You've had way better ones, but not I sure. have. Oh, I've definitely had better ones. No doubt, yeah. no doubt about it. They can't all be showstoppers. That's true. That's true. It's, you're not a professional comedian. Well, there was a time when I once was, and that's why you're in fantasy sports now.
0: <laughs> I just do my <laughs> stand-up. I just do my stand-up routine on the air. Exactly my audience is Jim Bowden <laughs> like oh see getting a little giggle out of Jim good joke there let me write that down
1: uh, I like the bills here uh the bills have destroyed bad teams teams with losing records they have played this year they have outscored them 216 to 64 Panthers are two and eight against the spread their last 10 their quarterbacks a mess uh, bills against the spread teams with losing records six one and one against the spread. Uh, big bounce back spot for the Bills. Uh, people are down on them. Look who they played recently. The Colts, the Patriots and Tampa. Those are good teams. Bills are not as bad as they have shown. Uh, Bills in a big, big bounce back. Um, I like the Bills in a big bounce
0: back, too. I would love to see Matt Milano just put Cam Newton on his ass. That would make me smile. That would make me smile. Really, I've gotten a, there's a lot of animosity with me and Cam Newton now. I see, I see. I, you know, I just again, I think he's, I think he's a, an incredibly selfish player. Like you know, the 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 bullshit altruism of like you know, giving away the ball, finding the Panthers fan to give that ball when he's on the road. This and that It doesn't matter. I, that shit doesn't matter shit to him because to to him, it's like the cameras on me. I scored the touchdown. The camera's on me. I'm gonna make myself look really good here. And I, I think he's more, he's more image conscious than he does they actually care about the game.
1: Nah, I mean, cool. I don't I don't really look at it like that. You like him? You're a big fan, you're a big camera. I'm not a big fan. I'm okay with him. I don't love him. I don't hate him.
0: Mm, I just don't like his selfishness. And maybe that's because I have Chuba Hubbard. Maybe, maybe,
1: but it's well, a little bothersome. Well, there's other quarterbacks who run it in and take away from the running backs. Yeah, selfish sons of bitches every time. I <laughs> Yeah, unless them. you have them in fantasy or in DFS, then you love it, right? If you had Taysom Hill last week, you loved it. Oh, I know, right? Oh, that that like
0: grandiose 44-yard touchdown run. That like even, even Alvin Kamara was like, dude,
1: you don't do that shit. Just take the fucking knee. Nah, just... Score <laughs> for real. Like, come on. I, score, man. Like for fantasy, why not? Don't, don't be please, like don't it. be like Todd Gurley and LaShawn McCoy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, those guys, those guys, Jets, Dolphins, Jesus, another
1: big fucking why did this line moved? What happened? Um, what it, was it? It was eight and a half, now it's ten and a half. Um, maybe the
0: Dolphins got somebody back from COVID. Did they get a running back back?
1: No, not yet. Unless I missed it in the last twenty minutes before yeah. we recorded, I didn't see anything. I don't know. Let me
0: see who's. Do we have any any new reports of uh, Jets on COVID? I mean, that that's that's a that's a big that's a big move that's big move right there. Yeah, that is definitely a big move on a line that that usually it's reserved for like. Like quarterbacks, like a quarterback being out will, will will be like that. Let me see. I'm looking through. Uh, you know, I hate Twitter. Just trying to find like if there's any uh, any news that I've missed here. Um, but no, it doesn't look like I'm seeing anything
1: out of the ordinary. Maybe big money's coming on Miami. I guess I don't know. I'm ju- I am mean, sure, that's what. Yeah, I'm sure that. Much more like big money coming in on Miami. I mean, look, this is tough. It's a division game, but I mean, it's the Jets, man. They're just a disaster. No Corey Davis, no Elijah Moore. Wilson has looked horrible. The Dolphins are coming off a bye. Dolphins need this game. Dolphins have been great against the spread uh, as a home favorite. Five and one, um, 10 and one against spread their last 11 home games as a team versus losing record. I mean, all the against the spread trends for the Dolphins recently are, are phenomenal. It's such a big line, though. But then again, like, what leads you to believe that the Jets are going to cover? I mean, their good games have been at home. You know, Bengals, Titans. Like, are the Jets really going to go on the road? And I don't know, man. Um, it's such a big number, though. It's like, wait, we're really going to lay this much with Miami?
0: Like, how do I lay that much with Miami? I don't know if I
1: can. Fucking fetch them. and better take the Jets this week in Survivor. I'm uh, not Survivor, our underdog bet. Be a fucking man and take the 10 and a half with your fucking team. We'll <laughs> <Don't> do it. <sighs> you're leaning the Jets it sounds it sounds.
0: Um you know I am only because again, I for me it's you know what what has Miami done to really warrant being that much of a favorite over anybody?
1: Like Home favorite or not? Like, what? They've won five in a row.
0: They've won five in a row. Yeah, they've done it with their defense. Their offense has been hasn't been that great. The again, no running backs. It'll be Duke Johnson. Yeah, you'll you'll have Tua Waddle, Parker Gasicki. Like that's what you got going on there. So the Jets. Well, to be
1: fair, to be fair, they've actually so they beat the Giants by eleven, the Panthers by twenty three. The Jets on the road by seven. The Ravens by 12. So they've actually won three games recently by double digits. Three of the last four. Huh. We're still going to take the Jets. And here, okay, here's this. The, the points allowed for them. Their last five games. 9, 10, 17, 10, 9. Now, again, I know it's the Texans, Ravens on a short week, Jets, Panthers, Giants. But the Jets suck. Jets are terrible.
0: I can't, you know, it's like a, a statement that I can't even I can't even argue against it.
1: I know. Um, if it's ten and a half, I'll I I'll take the Jets and like, you know, hide under the covers. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. But I I don't know, man. I don't think I can actually put money on that. Because this is what happens, right? I would if never you, put real money on if that. If you put money on the Jets, right, no. and you sit there, what's going to happen is you're going to watch the first quarter, there's going to be a pick six, then uh, a Devontae Parker touchdown, you're like, fuck, it's 14 nothing. Why the fuck did I pick the Jets? That's what's going to happen. So well, the lean is the Jets, but we're not putting money on this shit. The lean is the Jets, but we're
0: not putting any money on this shit. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Washington is a seven point road dog to the Eagles, but Washington's got all sorts of COVID shit. So I can't even look at this
1: game. Yeah. Cause I thought we were going to say four and a half and I would have said Eagles, but yeah, you're right. That line has moved as uh, now it's 18 players on the list for Washington.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever I'll, 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 I'll bet it, you know, closer to the, uh, closer to game time or I'll, Eagles, mo- Eagles, Eagles money line in a
1: parlay. Or yeah,
0: there you go. That's much better. That's much better. Smart. Look at you, Bengals Broncos. Again, the game that just boggles my mind that that Denver um, is a is a two and a half point favorite over Cincinnati right now. And it what, what am I missing towards,
1: about the it, Bengals? And it moved towards the Broncos too. Yeah, because it was one and a half. Where I yeah. think when we originally spoke about it,
0: mm-hmm. I don't understand this.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't either. I'm on Cincinnati. I think the Broncos have beaten bad football teams this year. Um, And I think people are remembering last week. uh, Bengals are 4-1 against the spread their last five road games. Five and two against the spread their last seven after a loss. Um, And, you know, they lost to the Chargers and 49ers were two good teams. The 49ers muffed two punts. They had a bad toting penalty. The 49ers only had 255 total yards in that game. That game was kind of even, and they just made a couple mistakes. Uh, blame it on the puck returner. Um, and the Broncos, yeah, they beat the Lions. We talked about it. The Lions had their Super Bowl the week before. They got their win. All right, now we're done. They were missing a lot of players. They looked awful against the Chiefs and Eagles recently. Um, and the Bengals are ninth in yards per rush, and that's the strength of Denver. Uh, Javante Williams on the injury report with a knee issue today. I hope he plays and someone that has them. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Bengals. here. I just think they're a little bit better. I'm just, I'm still, I'm floored. I'm
0: floored. You take the Broncos and you lay the points and it's still minus 120. The fucking money line is uh, on, on the win is just minus 150. Like there's juice on that shit? Come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm in on the Bengals here. I'm definitely in on the Bengals. I, I can't, I, there's nothing about, but listen, I love Javante Williams, all right? I love Melvin Gordon. They're great. It's fantastic. Bridgewater sucks. Yeah. Uh, Cortland Sutton, I don't know what the hell's happened to him. Oh, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. Jerry Judy, average at best. Why? Bridgewater, there's nothing there. There's nothing there on this team. If Cincinnati can stop the run, I'm sorry, but they are just not passing their way to a victory here. In Denver, that is. So uh, no way. No way. Uh, Niners, Falcons, another big spread, nine and a half. Um, the 49ers are favorites uh, on this. I'll say this. I'll say this. If Elijah Mitchell plays, then I'll I'll lean 49ers and I'll and I'll even like shed the points there. But if Elijah Mitchell is out, give me the Falcons and the points.
1: Yeah, I think I'm gonna take the Falcons. Uh, I've mentioned it many times this year. Shanahan as a favorite has been absolutely atrocious, man. They just do not cover. You prefer them as dogs. Falcons somehow have stayed competitive at times, um, but they have really struggled against good teams. So that's my one reason. They're 0 4 against teams over 500, and they've gotten destroyed. So this is, and the 49ers to me are a good team that's playing better and healthy, uh, but it's, it's a lot of points here. So uh, I'm going to take the points with the Falcons.
0: All right. Packers, Ravens. Uh, Packers on the road. They're a five-point favorite over Baltimore. Listen, we don't even know if Lamar Jackson's
1: going to play it. That's the key. That's the key. You know, if it, I'm taking Baltimore, if I know he's playing, um, you know, it, it's rare that you get Baltimore as a home dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are uh, five and one against the spread in their last six games as a home dog. Five and one against the spread in their last six off a loss. And sixteen five and one against the spread in their last twenty two as an underdog. Huge game for them. Green Bay on the other side has been great against the spread 11 and two against the spread. They've been phenomenal. But um, if I'm going to get more than a field goal at home with the Ravens, with Lamar Jackson playing as poorly as he has played, uh, I'm going to take the Ravens. But I mean, and this line is, it keeps fluctuating. It was six to open. It went down to a four and a half and now it's what five. Right. Yeah. Uh now it's five. So it, the thing is, and I know people who are like, "Well, that line indicates he's not playing." The Vegas doesn't know this late. We went through this with Kyle Murray a couple weeks ago against the Rams. Do You remember? I think the Cardinals' open is minus two, minus three, and it stayed that way until it was announced that Murray was out. So I don't think this line really tells us. I don't think they know. Well, this line would say this line would say he's sitting,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think so. I I, so. You know what? I still might take the five, man. Huntley didn't look that bad. You know what? I'm taking the Ravens. Huntley actually did look pretty good, didn't he? Yeah. He did. He definitely
0: did. You know, the only thing that, that, that scares me a little bit is that if Rogers gets uh, a lead uh, over the Ravens and we've seen the Ravens come out sluggish in that first half, the Packers do have between Jones and Dylan, just a couple of backs that they can just use to grind out the rest of the game, you know? Yeah. So that does make me a little nervous there, but i'm I'm with you man I, you know I, I might lean this uh Ravens with the points i do I just Ravens is a home dog hmm. Seattle against the Rams here we go. Rams are a home favorite by four and a half I mean, listen, they look great against uh against Arizona. they did Seattle, you know they're coming on stronger um four and a half that might be a little bit crazy though I might I might lean Seattle in the points here just because I think this could be more of like a field goal game
1: yeah I kind of want to see who's going to play Rams obviously dealing with a lot of COVID issues right now too you know kind of a letdown spot coming off a win so yeah I lean that way too but like I'm just not sure right now with everything that's going on with the Rams
0: COVID Um, All right, Saints-Bucks then. Here we go. Sunday night action, Tampa Bay, an 11-point favorite over Norlins. Tom Brady versus Taysom Hill. Adam, it's the matchup of the century.
1: I'm taking the Saints. They've already beaten them once this year. Uh, We've seen that Tampa generally doesn't blow teams out. I know at home they're better, but it's a primetime game. Saints are still alive in the playoff hunt. They're 6-2 and two when they have Alvin Kamara, and I know their D is really good against the run, but you know they're going to get him the ball and uh, get him the ball and pass the game. Taysom's going to make things happen as well. So um, the problem is you just need this game to stay close early on because obviously if Tampa gets out to like a 14 nothing lead, then you don't feel good about the Saints trying to get it, get it done through the air. I mean, now nah, they, they probably still run at 14 don't, there. You don't want this to get to, like, 24-7. That's where you really worry. But I'm going to take the points. It's just a, a lot of points here. There's a lot of
0: points. Again, division game. Um, all right. So the Monday night football, ladies and gentlemen, Minnesota Vikings, three-and-a-half-point road favorite over the Bears. <sighs> I tell you. I mean, I love Minnesota, and I do not like Chicago. But Adam, it is the
1: Monday night home dog. Yeah, I'm on the Bears. I mean, we've already seen this. We cannot trust the Vikings. They're going to play a lot of one possession games. It's a division game. Uh Vikings are 2-9 against the spread in their last 11 as a favorite, 0 oh, in 7 against the spread against teams with a losing record. I mean, it's just as much as the game means for them as bad as Chicago has been, I just can't can do it. So, uh give me the Bears.
0: The Bears. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. All right. Well, there you go. Uh nice little early look. Again, go to fantasyalarm.com slash COVID. Get the full rundown of all the players who are in and out. As Adam and I said, uh, we are not looking to bet these games now. We definitely need to wait because players are just they're they're dropping like flies right now, people. And the last thing you want to do is invest money and then get screwed out of that one. So uh, not much for other than that. Um, uh, Adam, any any final words, parting shots you want to take, anything like that?
1: No, just again, stay up to date. I mean, and we always have to do it for fantasy and sports betting, but I mean this week more than ever. Uh, you know, stay all the way up until inactives are announced because uh, I wouldn't be surprised at this point if we get last second up. This guy's inactive. He's on the COVID-19 list. So, you know, don't set your line up. Walk away. You should never do it. But especially now, man, you you can't do it.
0: No, sir. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Thanks so much for liking and subscribing. Well, uh, we'll be out of here for Adam Ronis. I'm Howard Benner. This has been Andy up. We'll catch you next time.